important because you need to know how to talk to people in a professional way. Yeah, agreed. I mean, the use of rhetoric that you're using, because you could peek on emotion, you could peek on logic, you could peek on yep. uh, reasoning, you can do all of that if you know how to use your words the right way. Otherwise, you may not be able to kind of put them out the way that you want to. And if things may not be happening the way you want, it's it may not be you. It's just that it's not about what you're saying, it's how you're saying it and getting it across. So I think having those classes would be definitely an important. And for anybody that we're going to show this to, I hope that make that initiative to get some classes for yourself with your staff. It's a good skill to have. Definitely. No, yeah. Now, as far as your your professional career goes, uh, of co- professional musical career goes, do you have any upcoming goals that you had set for yourself as far as your professional career? Yeah, I just turned in uh, my application for a doctorate degree at Columbia on the 16th. Let's go. Congratulations. Congratulations yeah. on that. And Thank that's you. exciting. Oh, shit. <laughs> so i don't know if i'm gonna get in we'll see i'm not i'm not gonna wood but i applied for the doctor of musical arts and composition composition i want to work with flutes and electronics and i want to start an orchestra um dedicated towards lgbtq musicians uh so that they have a platform to have their compositions heard Beautiful. Uh, That's down beautiful. the road, and I'm hoping that I can get into Columbia because they've got all the right resources for me to do those things. That is beautiful. That's that, that that's that's a good goal to have to set ahead for yourself, you know. And I and I'm sure you're gonna make it. I'm sure you're gonna succeed with it. Just you, just even you saying that gave me goosebumps. So I was like, I, I felt the the passion that you that you had for that. And one of my goals in life was to was to at some point in my life go to get into neurosurgery. So the fact that you're about to get into that doctorate, I feel that I like that because that's that's one of my goals in life. So the fact that you were able to get through all those years of school, what was that one like those couple things that were pushing you forward? Because there's times where we want to just quit and get out. What was driving you to even continue to to do it now? Um I I I can't bring myself to do anything else. There were times, there were definitely times when I was ready to give up, but the giving up was so bleak because for me, music is life. You know, what, what else am I gonna do? Just uh, <laughs> go work in a grocery store um, kind of thing. Cause at this point, all I've done is study music. My bachelor's was in flute performance. The first one I didn't finish was in flute performance. The second one I did finish was in flute performance. My first master's degree was in flute performance and my second master's degree was in jazz studies. Like um, that's what I do at this point. So, um, and also, like I said, when I started playing the flute when I was 10 and just kind of never stopped it, I just kind of wasn't able to. <laughs> uh, there, there weren't a lot of other kids at that age that were, there were kids playing music for sure, but they weren't as obsessed with it as I was. So now, me, now, did you have the, that support from your friends and family to continue pursuing music as far as taking it to go to school for it and stuff like that? Sorry, what was the question? Now, did you have the support from your friends and family to continue to pursue your music? Uh, I had one friend who really believed in me when I was in high school. My family tried to talk me out of it. They tried everything to talk me out of it. They tried preventing me from practicing. (laughs) Uh, Because one, as far as my dad was concerned, music was a hobby to come after everything else. And he also was telling me, oh, your your chances of making it in music were one in a million. 
your chances of winning the lottery are higher than making it as, an, as a musician. And of course he, he was basing it off of like pop musicians, like mega pop stars, like Britney Spears and Beyonce. It's like, it, okay, yeah, you are not going to wind up mega famous like these, you know, pop icons, but that, that doesn't mean that there's not other things that you can do. The music industry is huge. Absolutely. Very big. There's a lot of things that you can do, right? Um, but it was hard for me to really communicate that at the time or even to know the extent to which there were possibilities out there. Um, so they tried. They really tried to stop me from being a musician when I was in high school. And then when I was in college, you know, they, they couldn't control what I did in college because they were not able to help me through it. They, they couldn't help me pay for it. So there, there was nothing to hold over my head in going to college. The, the, the one downside to that, though, is, again, um, having trouble with finances, especially because I don't know if it's still true, but at the time, you had to be 24 in order to be considered a, an independent, unless you were married or had a kid. And so if you were under 24, the FAFSA would base your financial aid off of what your parents make, not what you make. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they, for some reason, thought that my parents would be able to pay all this money, but it was like, you know, at the time, my dad had been a truck driver at a time when there were no protections for truck drivers, and then he lost his job doing that because he had cancer, and then my mom was trying to support everybody by working at Walmart for, for minimum wage, and there just wasn't, there wasn't any money that um, they could help me with. And because the FAFSA didn't cover all of my tuition when I was under 24, I ended up working extra hours to try to come up with money to pay for some of that tuition out of pocket, which is part of the reason why I dropped out that first try. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a lot to go through. And still, and still to try to get it done and to manage it and to have what, what your family was going through at the time. That's, a, that's extremely difficult. But I and mean, to, yeah. Yeah. Even to still have that drive and not give up, you know, I, that it's, it's it's very very uh, it's amazing to me, you know, to to see that you had that that willpower, that fire to to no matter what the situation was, no matter what roadblock you had, you overcame it and you're still pursuing your career, you know. Thank you. About to get, about to go for that doctor now. About to go for that yeah. doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I also want to say that that my relationship with my parents has changed now. They they've totally changed their their mind on the music thing when they, they've said multiple times how proud they are of me so they're they're not discouraging anymore i love that uh they even they grew to see the vision the way that you have seen it so that's that's amazing to see because some people don't get that that support even a little bit later on so the fact that they grew to do that was it's, it's amazing to hear I, lo I love to hear that thank you no, of course, no problem. And then I, I wanted to ask you too, um, because I can see I can see the love and everything that you have for what it is that you do. So, what do you enjoy the most about just the music in general, about making music, about all of it? Playing with other musicians. Oh, I love that. It's all it's all about connecting with the other musicians and the people in the audience, engaging with the music. It's all about human connection. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the things that one of my undergraduate professors, Jovino, uh, Jovino Santos Neto, was always saying is that making music is not about playing your instrument. It's about listening. Mm -hmm. 
So, and when you're playing with other musicians, regardless of what style it is that you're playing, it's more about listening to what the other musicians are doing than it is about thinking about what you're doing and playing things that make them sound good. You know what I mean? Amazing. I never thought about it like that. That's a, that's a great perspective because you're not, I feel like if you're not necessarily playing for yourself, a little, a little of that pressure is taken off and you're just supporting others the same way they're supporting you and it's a nice even flow i like that frame of mind it's not it's not all about you you know like absolutely it just it's it's more about human connection it even if you do wind up in a situation where you're playing a solo for whatever reason like if a pandemic shuts everything down for instance you're still trying to communicate to the people who are listening to what you're doing it's not about your ego it really isn't now, as a, as a musician and as a flute player, how how was the pandemic for you? How 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 hard did it hit you? It hit me hard. I had to leave New York. Um, I was in between uh, living situations. I was in between housing right when that hit, and so I wound up with no place to live and was staying in this hostel, um, not knowing when it was when or if it was going to shut down. And if it did, I was probably would have wound up sleeping in Central Park. There were a lot of students at the time, just as a side note, there were a lot of students that got, you know, booted out of the schools because the school shut down. And so there were all these students that had nowhere else to go either. And so there were a lot of homeless students in hostels as well. So that, that, was, that was pretty intense. And I ended up going back to Colorado, home with my folks where it was safe. Um, and I was, I was devastated by that for a while because I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be able to get back to New York. I mean, it took me 10 years of fighting to get out here. And I was like, I don't know if there's any way I'm going to be able to get back because now I'm stuck in this little suburb north of Denver and I've never had a car 